My name is Johnny Saunders and I am a teacher. Before I was a teacher, which I've been for 18 months, uh, one academic year and a half, I was a uh, sports reporter uh, for the BBC for 12 years. And I knew that at some stage during my career that I would go and become a teacher. It just so happened that I'd worked on the radio and I suppose reasonably successfully I'd worked with Chris Evans for six years. But I felt towards the end of it, and I'm sure that getting up at 3.45 every morning wasn't helping my mental state at all, I felt that towards the end of it I was getting tired and that the challenges of broadcasting were not quite as great as they had been. And I felt that in a sense I'd achieved everything I wanted to achieve in radio. And I'm of the volition that you only live your life once and you try and experience as many different things as possible. And because I wanted to be a teacher and because I had those beliefs, I felt that I wanted to perhaps try something different. And, you know, it made a a, a bit of a news story at the time because it was this idea of somebody giving up a, a perceived glitzy and glamorous lifestyle to go and do a job that is not perceived as glitzy and glamorous. I suppose another way that I'd look at it, it was that for 12 years I had, in a sense, um, fueled my own ego by being on the radio and, and, you know, talking on the radio and being listened to by 9 million people every day to go and do something not fueling my own ego, in a sense. And and it's a a kind of a pious way of looking at it, but being selfless rather than selfish, I suppose, is, is, is another way of looking at it. I was sort of two-thirds of the way through my Open University degree in English Literature. So I already had a degree before that from Durham University. But I felt that if I was going to be a credible candidate as an English teacher, I needed to prove that I was really in love with English. And then it was a question of applying for jobs, and I managed to get a job here at St Edward's School in Oxford, and immediately this year now I'm doing um, my, getting my PGCE, so on the job whilst I'm, whilst I'm teaching. I mean, teaching is... Wonderful. I really, I mean, it is fantastic because there's just so much sheer variety. You have to be mega organised. However much you want to instil a love of your subject into people, and I think that that is really hugely, hugely important. The idea that exam results are very important are, you know, without question. So I took over in my first year a group of 12 pupils who were predicted... C grades, most of them for their GCSE English, and when their results came up, five of them got A grades, five of them got B grades, and two of them got C grades. And that day of those results, and I did a lot during my broadcasting career, I had some incredible highs. Uh, I remember broadcasting on the first day uh, uh, when we took over from, from Terry Wogan on the breakfast show, and we had you know, an estimated, well, I don't know how many people were listening to that show, but obviously it was big news for Chris Evans to go from that. But, you know, that moment of these 12 students achieving something, now, it was down to them, don't get me wrong, it wasn't me who took the exam, but I had I hopefully helped them along the way. That was a comparable, if not a better feeling, the results they got that day than perhaps it was being on the radio show January the 11th, 2010. I think as well at the end, you know, anecdotal things like at the end of a, uh, of a lesson when you see children get up and they're still discussing something that they've been discussing during the lesson um, and being really engaged in the subject that you've been talking about, I get a real buzz from that as well. And from you can see them improving in terms of, of, of the way that they're writing and the way they're engaging with a particular text that, that they've been taught.
The most important thing when I came into teaching was that I had to have the attention of the pupils and that I think, you know, you have to lay down the guidelines. So that was a challenge. I think just the day-to-day planning a lesson, you know, you know, education had changed hugely since I'd left school. So I had a gap of 19 years between leaving school myself and coming back into education as a teacher. And the transformation in education and, and pedagogy and how people teach and the focus on what children learn as opposed to when I was at school it was just a teacher usually standing up at the front of a classroom if you choose to engage you engaged if you didn't well you were kind of lost for the rest of the lesson this is much more interactive now the teaching and it's about the focus is on what the pupils are learning during the course of the lesson rather than how much the teacher actually knows a good teacher um, and I don't even begin to assume that I would fall into this category, but I've seen a lot of other good, good teachers. I think, I think it's about striking the right relationship with your pupils so that you can communicate with them, so that you can know what makes them tick, but at the same time, they've got to have that mutual respect for you so that they will work and they will get down to it. You can't be too chummy, you can't be too distant. You have to hit the right area uh, in terms of the relationship. And I think that that is, is hugely important. The material you're working with is also very important. I've taught some poems which some pupils don't enjoy. If they don't enjoy it, they're not going to engage in the lesson. Alternatively, I've taught some texts which the pupils really enjoy. And when they're enjoying it, they learn more. Um, so the material is down to it. Your organisation, you've got to be completely organised so that you're moving from one place to the next, so that you've got... A, a coherent narrative going through your lesson so that you're moving to an end point so that all the learning is taking place as well. So organisation, striking the right relationship, really, really important factors. The learning to teach, the, the most valuable thing you can do is reflect on the lessons that you have taught and that's part of the process that I'm going through at the moment in terms of getting my qualification. We are actively asked quite rightly, to, to, to reflect on our teaching practice, what was good about that lesson, what could have been improved. And it's quite hard, I suppose, being your own critic and saying, well, they didn't, didn't quite learn what they should have done there. Why was that? Probably because I, had done, I hadn't made it clear enough. You know, it's, it's generally the teacher's lack of focus and preparation that will lead to that learning not occurring. I think the, the pupils generally are very willing to do it and they're very able to be led but they've got to be led in the right direction my advice to other student teachers would be be organized be prepared um, so that you've got a lot of material also be prepared not to use all of that material be prepared to go off piste if you have to go off piste be prepared for the unexpected you never know what's going to happen in a classroom be prepared to laugh at yourself Take the mickey out of yourself on occasions. Don't be too rigid. But at the same time, don't let the children trample all over you. It's a fine line. And I think a lot of it comes down to instinct. But I think organisation's absolutely vital. The Open University. For more information, go to www.open.edu forward slash iTunes U.